0: Well, hello there, and welcome to episode number 242 of Upina FM, the place to be for proven tactics, tips, and techniques to be able to build a powerful, profitable business based around you, your expertise and the people that you want to serve the most. I am your host, Chris Ducker, and it's an absolute pleasure to be with you today. So, today we're going to be talking about books, as they say. Did they say that in the northern part of England? I think it sounds like that. Books? Books? Anyway, uh, we're going to be talking about books, everybody. Uh, not only how to sell your first thousand copies of your book, but also how to really monetize it and make more money from your books as well. However, before we get cracking, just a quick reminder that Youpinner FM is brought to you by the Youpinner Mastermind Community, the premier online community for entrepreneurs wanting to build a profitable, sustainable business based around their experience and those that they want to serve. Community members get exclusive access to our Acceleration Training Library, which includes everything you'll need to know to build, market, and monetize a successful business. And couple that together with our monthly mastermind calls, discounted tickets to our live events, and access to our enthusiastic, supportive member-only forums, and you've got everything you need to succeed. If you're serious about building the business of you, as I call it, and in the most rewarding profitable way possible, then you must join us. So be sure to head over to youpreneur.com forward slash mastermind today for more info. So why do we even have to consider uh, coming up with an idea for a book and getting out there into the world for people to consume, share, you know, turn up those pages into dog-eared little bookmarks, make highlights and all that sort of stuff. Well, it's actually, it's it's Influence 101. I mean, you know, just having a book with your name on the front cover will get you more speaking gigs. It'll get you more attention. It'll get me more press. It ultimately positions you perfectly as a go-to source in your market, in your industry, your niche, whatever you want to call it. And Really, when it comes to actually getting your book out there and getting it moving, it all comes down to that very big first hurdle of 1,000 copies, right? It's one thing to sell 100 copies. It's another thing to sell 500 copies of your book. But selling 1,000 is actually a huge, huge milestone. In fact, I think something like 97% or so of... Non fiction books, business books in our case, 97% of them actually sell less than a thousand copies, which is pretty horrible if you think about it. The sheer amount of books that are out there in the business world that haven't even sold a thousand copies. Well, we don't want that to happen to you. So. Now that you've sort of gotten around to writing your book, yes, I'm making that assumption, or as if you're going to do it at some point in the very near future, it's time to roll up your sleeves and actually start marketing it. Because if you thought writing the book was hard work, it's actually the easiest part of this process. (laughs) And Marketing it is a whole different ballgame. So ultimately, your book is going to go places that you could never go On your own. And selling that 1,000 copies is not only actually very, very attainable in today's world, but the fact is that it'll bring you and your brand and the power that you have as an influencer to a whole new level. So, first up, what you've got to understand is that you've got to market the book for the good of your audience, not for the good of you or your pocket or your credibility or anything like that. Remember, nobody is going to buy a book for the author. They buy the book for themselves, first and foremost. And when you don't give your audience any way to connect with you and find out about new things that you're doing, they're going to be frustrated with you. Your job, remember this, your job as an author is to get as many people as possible to buy your book, not just for yourself, but for the good of your audience. Even if your audience has heard your content before, there's something about having it bound from start to finish in a book or in an ebook or in an audio version, whatever the case may be. They're buying it because they want to have it. They want to have the book. They want to support you for sure, but they're buying it for themselves, not for you. So remember to market for the good of your audience. If you can go outside your kind of immediate network and you can bring value to the people that don't even know you yet, that's Huge! You're ultimately making the world, as far as I'm concerned, a much better place one book at a time. One book sale at a time. So keep that uh, kind of mindset and and keep that space in your mind nice and free so that you don't sort of become this sleazy, salesy book sales guy. Just remember to bring lots of value. Make the world a better place with your book. The second thing is to share your book content. Okay? Now, As you're writing your book, you want to share what you're learning. When you do this, you get people interested in the book and they'll want to read it when it eventually becomes available to them. And what works over and over again to sell copies of a book is to simply share it. You've got to give away enough content from enough different angles that it will grab different people's attention. You want to bump up the number of emails that you send your email list a little bit. Focus on giving away more content from your book, on your blog, in your podcast, whatever it is. You know, excerpts are sometimes hard to share because of the context that has to go around them. You could give away the introduction, you could give away the first chapter, or even a bit of a video teaching from the book itself. The more you give away, the more people are going to want to buy the full thing. Next is to make sharing your book easy. Now, how can you sell as many copies as possible to the people you're connected to? This is the first thing you want to think about with the book launch itself. Anywhere you're connected to your fans, look at how you can entice them to buy the book, all right? Then make it even easier for your fans to share the book with their friends. Now, you have to give really clear direction on how they can help you share the book. If you can come up with some fun ideas or interesting ways for them to go ahead and share, trust me, they're going to do it. Make it easy for them to share the fact that your book is now available on social media, right? Not only with some sort of pre-tweeted copy or images of the book, maybe some video trailers, whatever the case may be. Get as creative as you possibly can. And also, be sure to engage with influencers within your market, within your network to help you promote the book as well. Fans are, you know, that they're, they're people who will buy your book. Your fans are people who buy your book. Influencers are people who will get other people to buy Your book, people that don't know you, and you want to connect with other people who will genuinely influence their fans to buy your book when it becomes available. The goal here really is for your fans to buy as many copies as possible, share it with their friends, and then get to influencers who will then go ahead and continue the cycle out as well. This is how we sell. A 1,000 copies, and way beyond. Remember, people, after their own opinions, are way more likely to believe the opinions of the people that they know, love, and trust around them. So if they don't know you, it doesn't mean that they don't want your book. It just means that someone who's in between you and them has to be the one to talk to them about it. And next up is to understand that when you work with influencers, you want to start by thinking of them first. This is where so many, particularly first-time authors, make mistakes when they're trying to get influencers to kind of pitch their book out there a little bit. So people who run podcasts, right? We need interesting guests, all right? We don't want a guest that's going to come on the show and say the exact same thing on every single show that they've been on. We need interest. What could you talk about to their fans that they would be interested in or or want to hear more about. It's not about you getting on there necessarily to promote your book, but it's about you helping that podcaster provide value to their audience directly. It's just good old-fashioned relationship building. And anybody that knows me knows I place an incredible premium on relationships. I believe they should be sincerely treasured and not used. And if you get really creative about this, you can find all different kinds of ways that it becomes a bit of a win-win situation for everyone involved. The influencer has a great guest with great value. You get to talk about your book, and the people that tune in end up actually buying it. So while you've kind of positioned your book to promote your personal brand, what you have to do is then use it to properly support Your business, right? So, we talk about how we can get our first 100, 500, 1000 copies sold by doing things like making it super shareable, um, sharing lots of free content from the book, working with influencers, all that sort of type of thing. Now, let's start breaking things down a little bit in regards to how you can actually make more money. From your books. Now, I actually spoke with Joanna Penn about this here on the show not so long ago. And as I type in here, let's have a quick type here. Boom, 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 because it was such a good. You would have thought I'd been sort of better prepared than this. Let's have a look. Okay, here we go. Episode number 214 of Upreneur FM. Make sure, I'll link to it in the show notes. Make sure you go ahead and check that episode out because it is absolutely fantastic. And we talked about a lot of different ways to be able to make money from our books. However, what I want to do is just break down a few things right now that I've seen work really, really well, not just for myself, but my other fellow authors as well. And I know that you're going to get tons uh, away from this part of, of today's show. So, First up is to watch your length, okay? If you want to sell books as an income stream, one trick is to actually have lots and lots of books. So you want to make those books slightly shorter. You can create more kind of digital shelf space to a certain degree, and you niche down with great book titles, maybe quite strong on the SEO side of things, and it works brilliantly in regards to making more money by selling simply more copies of different books books so instead of writing a huge book kind of like the definitive guide sort of type thing of maybe 50 60,000 words maybe you do a series of three different books of 20,000 words and when you've got those shorter books a series is a very very natural way to go all right if they buy the first book they're very likely to buy book 2 and 3. If they pick up number 3, they might just want to go back and check out uh, you know the first and the second book in the series. So, you know, this is actually used quite a bit in fiction if you think about it, but you can use this very same tactic in the business world or the non-fiction market as well. Using, you know, this this series, it means that when people buy one book, like I said, they're more likely to go ahead and and buy another one, and not to mention the fact that the Amazon algorithm, where like what ninety percent of the books are bought nowadays, Amazon algorithm is gonna love this. If they see somebody buying part one in a three part series, what do you think their algorithm is gonna do? They're gonna start pushing parts two and three, you know, directly and very naturally to that customer. You are not doing it. Amazon's doing it for you. So that's the first one is to watch your length and consider creating a series of books instead of just one big, huge one, right? The second one is to optimize your title. I can't stress this enough. Amazon, we'll go back to Amazon real quick, is essentially a search engine, guys, for people who want to buy something. And as you know, you can buy pretty much everything on Amazon. And the best way to look for nonfiction book titles is to use your normal keyword search. Right? And then go ahead and utilize that search for keywords in the Kindle book section on Amazon as well. You want to make sure that your titles are keyword specific within. The Amazon listings themselves. So you know this is where a great subtitle comes into play. If you want to use you know a made up made up word or something like that, uh, say for example Youpreneur, that's fine for your main title. But make sure you use those subtitles there as well. And if you've got old books that aren't selling, don't forget you can rebrand them and you can update those uh, those Amazon kind of keywords and listings and everything as well. So that's the second one: is to really optimise your title and more specifically your subtitle to be able to sell more books on Amazon. Another thing that you want to do is, is is very much consider creating box sets. So we're going to stick with the Amazon sort of flow here for a little while, all right? And again, a lot of this I got from that conversation with Joanna, and I've kind of broken this down a little bit for you, but it's stuff that I see people doing as well, and it's working beautifully. Now, you might remember when you were a kid... You know, it's quite normal for your grandma or your favorite auntie or whatever to buy you kind of like a box set of books. You know, it might be like a series of six-story books or or something like that. I remember those old choose your own adventure books. Does anybody remember those? Oh, they were so good. Now the e-book box set should be equally. Memorable, if you ask me. Now, while some people will buy individual books, binge readers will demand a box set, and it's quite a different market altogether. So you want to drag a few books in this series together, rebrand them, and you've got another product on Amazon aimed for the box set audience. Now, even if you discount a box set, even if you discount it quite heavily, you'll make more money per sale than you would have done it if you were trying to sell one book at a time. So again, maybe not necessarily for you if you've only got one or two books right now, but if you start doing things like creating slightly shorter books and putting these all together in one box set, it can—I mean it can ridiculously increase your revenue. So there you go. Another one is to backlist your books. Now, a lot of people think you can only hit one of the kind of big bestseller lists when your book is launched. Complete and utter poppycock. I can tell you that right now. There is a great word for this. (laughs) There's a hashtag for this episode right there. Hashtag poppycock. Okay, I'll let you figure out the spelling. Hashtag poppycock for a virtual gold star from Chris at Chris Ducker. Hit me up on Twitter. Now, the truth of the matter is, honestly, guys, you can actually hit the list a year or even 2 years or 3 years after your book initially comes out as long as you get enough sales within a 1 week period in fact actually it's easier to hit the list with a previously published book because uh, you know there are other promotional tools like BookBub for example uh, will, which will sort of only take your book if you have a certain number of reviews already in place so don't forget about your older title. You know, my good friend Pat Flynn did this just recently with Let Go, which he originally published um, on Amazon, I think, in 2013, perhaps, maybe 2014. Can't quite remember now. But he recently updated it. He expanded it. He launched it as a brand new book. And then, whoa, he's number one of entrepreneurship, number one of small business section, and all the rest of it with the same book, but expanded, same title, but expanded, and everybody loved it. So you can hit those lists Way into a book's life cycle if you just concentrate some marketing and some efforts within a short space of time. And then lastly, I will say that one of the challenges that you'll find um, when it comes to pricing and making more money from books will be audiobooks. Even if you self-publish your audiobook, you're going to have very little control over the price. And the reason why is because Audible is run mainly on subscriptions nowadays. So you have to think about how much people pay for a subscription to that service each month. Now, the price of your audiobook is dependent on how many hours it is whilst it's read out. Now, the secret is, obviously, if you have audiobooks over eight hours, your price will match the expectation of the Audible user and you can then also go ahead and create box sets for your audio books and really make a serious profit there as well the strategy for making more money off your book in its audio version is as simple as thinking about how much your audience spends per month versus the price of the book so how much do they spend each month on a subscription and how much is your book if they were to just buy it on their own all right. So understand that when it comes to audiobooks, and particularly if you're a podcaster and you've got an audience that already goes ahead and consumes content from you on a regular basis in audio format, the audiobook, the audible format – or option is a very, very attractive one for those people as well. Another little thing that I like to do with any kind of book sale, and we did this brilliantly with Virtual Freedom when we first launched it, and also actually for maybe a couple of years after it came out, is I like to throw in a bonus. If they send you a copy... Of their receipt, no matter where they've picked it up, to a special email address that you can put right at the front or at the back of the book, then you go ahead and email them an extra little bonus item like a PDF download list or a checklist or maybe it's a video series, whatever it is. There's another added benefit to this, guys, is that you can then go ahead and have them opt in for that freebie, hence getting them away from the Amazon ecosystem where you can't find out what their email addresses are to your email list where you can then go ahead and email them directly on offers like courses, live events, private coaching, and so on and so on. Really, honestly, I could go on and on and on about this. Um, this is probably the longest solo session for Upreneur FM I've done for a while. I just love making money, and I'm not bashful about it, and I love books. So this is kind of something that I am real passionate about. I'd love to know what your Ideas are when it comes to monetizing your books as well. Hit me up, Chris at ChrisDucker.com. Direct email to me, and uh, I'll be back at you again next week. In the meantime, show notes are over at ChrisDucker.com forward slash episode. Two four two. make sure you go check them out and uh, it's been great being with you if you enjoyed today's show i'd love for you to check out the Upana mastermind community it's the go-to resource for everyone wanting to build a profitable future-proof business based around their experience and those that they want to serve So whether you're just starting out or if you've been working hard on your personal brand and building your online platform for a while, the Youpreneur Mastermind community can help you take everything you've been doing to the next level. I'll see you on the inside.